Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn what to try first if it takes you ages to get to sleep at the start of the night and get your takeaway action for this week. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So if it takes you ages to get to sleep when you first go to bed, but then you do sleep, or at least for a while once you've nodded off you sleep, this can be such a frustrating pattern. So if this is you, you're not alone. Many clients I work with have experienced this problem. And often I hear from people who sleep quite well once they can finally get to sleep, but it takes them a long time. And a side effect of this pattern is that it puts you off going to bed at the right time because you're dreading that period of time when you'll just be lying there like wide awake waiting for your brain to allow you to go to sleep. And that in turn can affect your sleep pattern and add to the problem. So if this is you, this is something you'll want to address so that you don't develop a learned association with going to bed being an unhappy process because this can obviously make your sleep problem even worse over time. Okay, so sleep issues can be complex, but there are many, many of you out there that could see a difference by some quite quick and easy tweaks to your foundational routine. So when I start with my sleep programs, with my coaching clients, we always start with the foundations. And today I want to talk about one of these in particular. And this is to help you with the circumstance that you take ages to get to sleep at the beginning of the night. And if that is you, it could be one of several reasons that you've noticed. It could be that you just feel wide awake, not at all sleepy. It could be that you feel sleepy as you're getting towards bedtime, but then when you lie down, your mind seems to kick in and wake back up again, and then your thoughts go into overdrive. Maybe you're thinking through all the things that happened in the day. Maybe you start to turn your mind to bigger or longer term worries, or maybe Maybe you start remembering things you didn't do in the day or you've got to do tomorrow. Or perhaps your brain is just processing the most random and tedious thoughts and you're not even sure why you're suddenly thinking about whether you should buy some new crockery or how you'll deal with the fact that your two kids need to be in two different places at the same time on Saturday morning and how you're going to get them there. And when you you just really should be drifting off to sleep, like your partner, who is almost certainly fast asleep by now and who's like deep breathing or snoring is already starting to irritate you. So I want to share with you today a simple first step that you can try to help you with this specific issue and it's having a good evening routine. Now please stay with me and note that I say evening routine not bedtime routine and here's the thing I see so many people making the mistake of believing that they need a bedtime routine. And I read loads of sleep articles that tell people that they need a bedtime routine. And if you do have trouble getting to sleep, I'm willing to bet money that you've already tried some kind of bedtime routine. And perhaps this included things like having a bath or doing meditation, using pillow sprays, taking supplements, drinking a hot drink, all those kind of things. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But here's the thing I want to share with you. 
here's the myth I want to bust right now. If you carry on your day right up until you want to go to bed and then you try to run through some short bedtime routine, it's not going to work if you're someone who suffers from regularly not being able to get to sleep. Okay, so these things that you tend to read in popular magazines and an article about one of these quick fixes, they're designed to help someone who ordinarily sleeps well to correct like an odd night where they don't feel sleepy as normal, say. They don't normally cut it for people who have persistent issues with taking ages to get to sleep. So please notice that I said evening routine and not bedtime routine and please stick with me because this isn't going to be something that you've heard before. So what you need to understand is that your brain takes hours to prepare for sleep, not minutes. That's crucial. Hours, not minutes. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you need to have a bedtime routine that takes hours. No, that's why I'm suggesting you need to try an evening routine. So what's the difference? Well, a good evening routine has three key elements. I'll give you all three and then I'll explain each one in more detail. Step one is ending the day. Step two is preparing your mind and body for bedtime. And step three is the bedtime routine. The first step in developing your evening routine is to decide when you're going to end the day. What do I mean by ending the day? Well, perhaps this is the most important step of all and one which so many of us don't do. This is the step which I completely failed to recognise in life as I got busier and busier and with more and more responsibilities. So when I was younger, I'd finish work, I'd come home, I'd cook dinner, maybe I'd clear up a bit, and then I'd sit on the sofa and watch TV or I'd read or chat to my husband or whatever. There was there was a natural finish to the day, a kind of switch into the evening, like once work had finished and dinner was eaten and cleared away. But then as I got older and life got busier, I got a more senior job at first and then I had children and there were more chores to do than frankly there are hours in the day. And my task list just went off the scale. There was literally no end to everything that needed doing and of course then I got the accompanying feelings of responsibility to get it all done and guilt if I didn't get it done and maybe you can relate to this your day just doesn't seem to have an end if this is you then this first step could be the most important one you need to mark an end to your day like even if you haven't finished all the things like like guess what there is no end to all of the things so you may as well just pick an end and then stick to it. So take time to put a marker against this time, decide when that is and do something at that time which formally marks the end of the day. Okay, so step two is all about preparing your mind and body for bed. And this is the next natural step once you've ended the day. So this means transitioning your activities into slower, more evening associated activities, things that are not work associated, not stuff that's going to get your adrenaline going or get your worries going. So this doesn't mean you have to stop doing stuff. Like I'm not suggesting you have to completely stop doing stuff, but it means you have to be selective about what you do. So here's the reality check here. You know, the more committed you are, ambitious you are, diligent you are, conscientious you are, probably the harder you're going to find this step, but you have to do it. And then step three is is bedtime. Most of you who have sleep issues have probably already looked at your bedtime routine, like I said before, and you know the need for making time to make it relaxing. And again, 
where you're giving kind of clear signals to your body and mind that you're about to go to bed. So if you do have a favorite activity that you've picked up along the way, such as having a bath or using essential oils, then obviously you can you can add these in here. So this whole three-step process should take some time, like not hours and hours and hours and hours or anything extreme, but not 15 minutes either. And if you try to rush this or skip your evening routine, then that's when your brain can effectively kind of force you to have one anyway, in effect, by keeping you awake for this long time while it carries out its own evening routine of sorts, like while you're in bed, lying there completely frustrated, waiting for it to finish. So I really hope I'm conveying this message um, properly in a, in, in a way that, that helps you to get this. Like, if, if you don't establish an evening routine, then your brain could implement one of its own and then it will refuse to go to sleep for ages whilst it completes it. So in my view, you may as well establish one yourself because at least that way you're in control of the process. So I know I've covered a lot of information, so I'm going to recap the key points for you. If you're having trouble getting to sleep at the start of the night because your mind won't switch off, then you need to activate an evening routine, which includes these three key steps before you get into bed. These are step one, ending the day, transition from daytime activities to evening activities, and then step three, bedtime. Again, a clear activity that marks the final step into bed. And if you've tried loads of things already to make yourself sleepy before bed, your takeaway action this week is to think back to all these things you've tried. Were there activities that were focused on the last 10 or 15 minutes before bed? If so, this could be a key reason why they may not have worked for you. In order to get an effective build-up to sleep, you need to add in the two steps before that, step one and two. So now, of course, there could be loads of things in tackling your sleep issue, um, but specifically if you have the problem of not being able to sleep at night, at the start of the night, because you can't get your mind to switch off, then please try this one tip and establish a clear evening routine, which has all three of these steps, and see if that helps you to improve your sleepiness by the time that you're actually lying down in bed with your eyes shut. And if you want some information about the type of activities that are suitable for step two of this evening routine, then I have a free guide that you can download. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you. Okay, thanks for listening. Let me know how you get on. Take care and have a good week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.